Welcome to episode three of the English Sessions, The Basics of Contractions. I'm your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, EnglishSessionsWithMike.com, to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio as you listen to the episode. Listen for these words today. To focus on means to pay attention to something specific. I will focus on my homework now. Advice is guidance or recommendations from someone. I have some great advice to share with you. To devote. To devote means to give all or a large part of your time to something. I will devote three hours today to playing video games. We have a message today from a Brazilian student of mine named Bruno. Hello, Mike. This is Bruno from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Mike, I've been studying English for the last um, six years, and I acquire a certain level of proficiency and confidence while I'm speaking, but it's still hard for me to use contractions in my speech. And I know that if I would improve this, I could sound more natural, like native speakers. Um, do you have any tips or advices for me so I can improve that? Um, anyway, congratulations for your new podcast. Bye-bye. What a great topic to focus on, Bruno. First, I want to say Bruno is a great graphic design artist. He designed the cover art of the English Sessions podcast. You can find more information at www.brunofsanchez.myportfolio.com. The link is on my website as well. Second, I want to remind Bruno and my listeners that advice is typically an uncountable noun in English. It is uncommon to say one advice, two advices. You don't typically count advice. It is typically uncountable in modern English. I will give everyone advice today, not advices. We will talk about uncountable nouns more in future episodes. Today, however, let's talk about the basics of contractions in English. There will be future episodes about contractions very soon, including informal contractions and pronunciation issues with contractions. But today is just the basics. What is a contraction? It is the shortening of words into smaller words. Often you are combining words into one single word. For example, a very common contraction is can't. Can't is a contraction of can and not, the negative of can. There are many negative contractions. Let's focus on that first. So remember, can't is the negative of can. 
I can go to the store today. You are able to go to the store today. And the negative, I can't go to the store today. You are not able to go to the store today. Bruno wants his English to sound more like native English speakers. So, I feel I must explain something important. I am from the United States of America. Americans often don't pronounce the T in can't. Like can't. Do you hear the difference? Can't. I can't. I can't go to the store. But when my students don't pronounce the T, I sometimes misunderstand them. It's probably because a native speaker, a native English speaker, will have different word stress or word emphasis for the negative sentence compared to the affirmative sentence. Also, in my accent, I have a different vowel sound for can compared to can. Do you hear the difference in my accent? Can, can. I can go to the store. I can go to the store. I'm free right now. I can go. I'm free right now. I can't go to the store. I'm busy. I'm sorry. I can't go to the store. I can't go right now. I'm busy. Do you hear the difference? We will talk about the pronunciation of can and can't and word emphasis in another episode. Today is the basics. There are many accents in English. It's frustrating for learners, I know. I grew up in Rochester, New York. Rochester has their own accent. Yes, even different parts of New York State have different accents. We will talk about accents, word emphasis, in another contraction episode. Today is the basics. So what is a contraction? Most often a combination of two or more words into one word, right? Can't, don't, won't, haven't, didn't, shouldn't. Do you know all of these? Can't is cannot. Don't is do not. Won't is will not. Haven't is have not. Didn't is did not. Shouldn't is should not. I can't go to the store. I don't go to the store. I won't go to the store. I haven't gone to the store. Present perfect verb tense. I didn't go to the store. I shouldn't go to the store. So repeat. In my American accent, can't, don't, won't, haven't, didn't, shouldn't. Where'd that T go? Yes, the T is gone. That T sound often goes away. That is the basic idea of contractions. Want to try again? I can't go to the store. I don't go to the store. 
I won't go to the store. I haven't gone to the store. I didn't go to the store. I shouldn't go to the store. That is the basic idea of contractions, making two or more words into one. Does every contraction have an apostrophe? Like can't? C-A-N apostrophe T? Or don't? D-O-N apostrophe T? No. Some contractions do not have an apostrophe. For example, we will talk about informal contractions in another episode. Wanna. Wanna is an informal contraction. Wanna is want to. I wanna go to the store. I want to go to the store. Keep listening for more episodes on contractions. Until next time, goodbye. Did you know goodbye is a contraction of God be with you? I prefer good be with you. So may good be with you all. Until next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English sessions to continue. If you'd like to support the English sessions, then please go to anchor.fm slash the English sessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English sessions to keep this podcast going. You can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember, go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.
I have one comment and one voice message to share with you. Renaud, my student in France, says, Thank you, Mike, for the lesson. I love reading and listening to your voice at the same time. It's easy to understand, and your examples are relevant. Renaud left a comment on uh, the episode one page of the English Sessions, www.englishsessionswithmike.com. I also have a voice message to share with you. Hi, Michael. Hope you're doing well, too. I can see you have great ideas for your podcast, and I'm looking forward to watching it in the following days. And thank you for sending me the link to it. Good luck, and bye. Thank you, Yvonne. This podcast is an audio podcast. You are all listening to my podcast, but we will have more videos to watch on the website soon. Thank you, Renault, and thank you, Yvonne, for that voice message. Keep them coming. I love these voice messages and comments. Leave a comment at www.englishsessions.com. You can record a voice message for me there, too. Any questions? Write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. Leave a message for me on the website www.englishsessionswithmike.com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www.englishsessionswithmike.com for more content. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, this is Mike signing off.